Recording on all cylinders. Okay. My hair's nappy. What's up, all? Hey, listen to this uh, little ditty from Russell Brand. Uh, yes, the actor is now a political commentator on YouTube. I should find a better shirt than this to wear in the videos. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> I forgot about Sandy Berger and the documents he tried to steal from the National Archives for the Clintons. Anyways, listen to this. It's about 25 seconds or something long. This is not the first time a president or vice president has been subjected to this kind of critique. It might be the first time, I think. I don't know if I was mentioning it. Is, it the first, is this unprecedented? Why don't someone tell me if this is unprecedented? The unprecedented search. But listen to this. After Sandy Berger, which sounds like a terrible beach snack. After Sandy Berger, a former national security advisor to President Bill Clinton, was caught removing classified documents from a secure reading room at the National Archives, he pleaded guilty in 2005 to a misdemeanor charge of unauthorized removal and retention of classified material and was sentenced to two years probation and a hundred hours of community service, fined fifty thousand dollars and stripped of his security clearance for three years. He also relinquished his license to practice law to avoid disbarment. Many have cited Berger's punishment in arguing that the same standards should apply to former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton for keeping classified information on her private email servers. According to former FBI Director James B. Comey, those servers held 110 messages containing classified information, including seven email chains concerning matters that were classified as a top secret special access program level, the highest level of classification. Worse still, the Justice Department Inspector General reported that the FBI's inspection division found that classified intelligence improperly stored and transmitted on Clinton's server was compromised by unauthorized individuals mm -hmm. to include foreign governments or intelligence services via cyber intrusion or other means. But the FBI did not raid Clinton's home. And despite the fact that what Comey publicly called Clinton's careless handling of very sensitive, highly classified information allowed foreign adversaries to obtain U.S. secrets, the FBI director determines that no charges are appropriate in this case. That's because no one's worried about Hillary Clinton becoming president, don't it? <laughs> Alright, so I'll watch the rest of that video later. But yeah, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> man, the Clintons. <laughs> you talk about... Anybody being corrupt and stuff and having classified information. Well, anyways, this is the panic attack. I am Big John, and find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. I try to post most of the articles and information I talk about on those uh, two platforms. So, little little thing about. My lighting sucks. You know, I might as well just turn this off. Um, all right, kicking back in the shadows. You ever been cleaning out your house and you find some cool old shit? I was. Uh, I don't. I don't know why. But I don't know. I was pissing around in cabinets today, and. There were stacks and stacks of papers that my grandparents had up there that I was never allowed to touch. And found some pretty interesting stuff. But the matter of a fact is, you know, like uh, when my grandmother died, 
you know, I cleaned out closets and I found here World War II memorabilia that nobody knew existed uh, of my grandpap and his brother. Uh, I found an old John F. Kennedy puzzle. It's not worth anything. But it, the pieces are actually made of pressed wood, not cardboard, but thin, slight, thin pieces of wood that have been pressed together. You know, just stuff you don't see anymore. Um, but I found some, you know, interesting family history. I found uh, my grandpa's notice of layoff that he had so many days to um, take his retirement from the steel mill uh, things I ranted and raved about in another video I just I don't know have you ever done that I had a friend who was cleaning out a house for a little old lady she must have died because I asked him why and he didn't answer me but he found all this like antique coca-cola stuff you know, you can go out and buy Coca-Cola items that are, have that antique look to them or old-fashioned. But this stuff was legitimate from like the 50s and, you know, 60s. Really old Coca-Cola memorabilia. I just love, I love treasure hunting and digging and finding things like that, you know. Stuff that take you down memory lane of your childhood or things that are part of history you know that uh, finding my grandpa's old uh, union book you know when you're in a union you, maybe you don't know if you're not but they used to and some still do they give you a little booklet of your rights and your basically it's the contract and it's in a little booklet well, some union contracts are you know inches thick but the the key points that the guys need to know and a lot of them carry like in their back pocket uh, is in a little booklet uh, I found those and it was neat to see my grandpa's handwriting in the the margins and I don't know if it was things that changed in the contract and he just wrote it in there or if it was like he was part of the contract team and he wanted to make changes I, I don't know because I know he was a foreman at one point well, I guess foreman can be in the union too I don't know probably depends on the rules of that uh, particular shop but anyhow those are just the little things in life when you're bored or when you're feeling down or just things just things in life uh, that make you think about stuff you know saw saw some notes that my mother left for my grandpap from the 70s and made me wonder well what was going on at this time or that time I remember you know 
there was something about dad I'm gonna sell my car and buy your car because there's no sense in going into debt to re to make payments on a, a car that's gonna die anyways or you know just little shit like that you know some some infighting between my mom and my uncle they were both still living at home and my mom was like well if I'm not here when you get home dad it's because Steve was picking on me and I don't feel safe in the house with him because he acts different if there's not another guy in here and he's mean to mom and stuff like that it's like huh okay Reverend Steve um in other news I found out my congressman blocked me on Twitter uh, I still follow his original Twitter account. And I still, I guess I'm not blocked on it. I tag him in different things. Uh, his original is at Johnson Leads. And uh, there's also a Rep Bill Johnson Twitter handle. Rep Bill Johnson, I tried to follow yesterday. And it says, You've been blocked from following by the user. It's like, oh, really? Uh, I guess because I went off on a tirade and exposed too much uh, of what really went on leading up to him becoming a congressman. But I'm not going to do that. You can go back through my blog, blogs, or not blogs, where are these called podcasts and videos? I think it's called Epic Rant about Bill Johnson and Jim Jordan. Uh, maybe somebody on his staff must have heard it and didn't like it. So anyway, that's that. 2022 midterms are getting interesting. Um, and we're still looking for the definitive, uniting, positive message from the Republican Party, which is supposed to sweep these midterms uh, and gain the House and the Senate. And Kevin McCarthy was on Fox News uh, and gave some uh, talking points that the Republicans are going to talk about this fall, but there still needs to be more of a mass message out there now part of the problem is the media won't cover it like they did in 1994 in the contract with America but let's take a breather and get into all that here in just a second so this uh, is something that came out uh, Yesterday or the day before, August 18th, so two days ago, Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to introduce the Protect Children's Innocence Act to criminalize the child abuse that many call gender-affirming care legislation 
Mark, pardon me, she says, my legislation would immediately make it a felony to su uh, subject children to pubic or puberty, pardon me, blockers and horrific sex change genitalia surgery. There are even gay people, trans people, that are like, uh, whoa, this, you're, you're doing this to these kids way too young. Us with an announcement about the legislation pending. Here, Congressman, listen. thanks so much for coming on. Um, so what do you plan to do about this? Well, I find this absolutely appalling, Tucker. And, you know, the whole reason why I ran for Congress in the first place is because I'm one of the Americans that are sick and tired of our government allowing the abuse of the American people. But when it comes to gender-affirming care, which is really child abuse, this is actually an assault and it's child abuse. And this, this practice should never happen. It's so disgusting and appalling, and it's an embarrassment to our country. You see, I'm one of those that believes the Republican Party is only worth um, worth being a, a true party, worth deserving of the people's votes if we are willing to stand up and stop horrific things like child abuse and like so-called gender-affirming care, which is really genital mutilation. It, it's puberty blockers that cause chemical castration. Uh, teenage girls actually having their breasts chopped off. Uh, teenage boys being castrated. This needs to be illegal, and I'm introducing a bill called Protect Children's Innocence Act and it would create a law that would cause it to be a Class C felony for any person involved in so-called gender-affirming care. That means genital mutilation surgery, that means hormones, that means puberty blockers, anything involving any, any youth under the age of 18, because these kids are too young to make these awful decisions that will affect them and will be permanent for the rest of their lives. Okay, so cut her off there. Listen, liberal women in the US of A will find it appalling and I learned about this in college and it's still going on in some Arab countries they practice what's known as uh, female genital mutilation what they do is they cut their daughter's labia and clitoris off at like age 13 so that she can not enjoy sex she cannot orgasm uh, women in America find that appalling and I find it appalling too but they're ready to jump on that as child abuse when it's in the Middle East but when it's in the name of liberalism in the United States, oh, then it's okay. You know, the new thing is being trans. People don't want to be gay or lesbian because somehow it's become more acceptable to be trans. And in Europe, they went down this road where they let kids go on puberty blockers, have the gender reassignment surgery, or as they called it in my day, sex change surgery. Uh, and <clears throat> then they find out that later, not very much later, these kids 
become adults and they say, oh, shit, I screwed up. I should not have done this to myself. And then it's too late. And I'm sorry, but with or without sex change operations or gender reassignment surgery, the real thing we ought to worry about is the high suicide rate in the trans community. Whether or not transgender people get their sex changed surgically or not, it doesn't decrease the suicide rate. And that's the human side of things we need to think about. Not, oh, this is the, the whim of the day. Let's, let's do this sex change and all this and that and the other thing. I must have scrolled by it. Um, let me see if I can do it in the search part of Twitter. Because this was pretty good. As close as the Republicans have gotten so far. Oh, that's not it. That's an exclamation point. There we go. Kevin McCarthy allows me to follow his official Twitter account, but not at Rep. Bill Johnson. What's up, Bill? Is it because I told people I liked you before your fake friends did? So, here's the message. I've been screaming this for a while. Kevin McCarthy, you know, Republicans, uh, if Republicans are fortunate enough to be trusted with a House majority in the next Congress, we will provide a check against the Democrats' failed policies. Our plan, make America energy independent, end runaway spending, keep our streets safe, secure the border. Let me read it again. Make America energy independent, end runaway spending, keep our streets safe secure the border. The last two, keeping the streets safe and securing the border, are very much tied to one another. But uh, there, I just retweeted that. Uh, here's another one. that He was on Fox News with Harris Faulkner, the Faulkner focus. She's pretty hot, by the way. Again, McCarthy. Safe streets, affordable gas, a secure border. These aren't just Republican principles, they're American principles. And they're part of the Republican commitment to you when you we are in the majority in the House next year. What it's going to take is Mitch McConnell in the Senate getting his head removed from his rectal area and getting on the ball with this. And having that united message, every Republican should be asked to sign a pledge to do the things that uh, future speaker, leader McCarthy, is talking about right now. As it stands, uh, I also retweeted at the real underscore Big John on Twitter. There's a fake 
poll somebody put up on Twitter that said Ohio's governor, Mike DeWine, is only one point ahead of his opponent. 44% for DeWine, 43% for his opponent. No way. No way. A friend of mine who's even more insider than me said DeWine is up 20 points. Told me that last night. As a matter of fact, I think we talked about it on our book club thing. Uh, if you find that uh, uh, podcast or video. Uh, video is audio only, so you don't have to look at me while we're talking about the book. But anyways... DeWine is up 20 points, partly because he had a good COVID response, uh, my buddy points out. Uh, I was a little more critical of Mr. DeWine's COVID response, but he still sends me handwritten letters, and I can't even follow my congressman's official Twitter. Sad. Not really. Sorry, not sorry. Give a fuck, don't give a fuck. But so fake polling is coming out. News articles like this. Breathing room for Biden. Big summer winds ease 2024 doubts. (laughs) He still has a a horrifically low... I just got a message from Jennifer Strobo, one of my favorite female bodybuilders. Uh, she wants me to give her money to work out with her. Uh, anyhow, maybe I will, because she's smoking hot and she's my age. Uh, anyhow, breathing room for Biden. Big summer winds ease 2024 doubts. Everybody in America knows this guy is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and can't put together a sentence and that the world does not respect him. That's why they're going to vote him out in 2024. That's why they're going to vote against him. You know, that's why they're going to vote against him. And yeah, it's not a sure thing. Glenn Beck and whoever is on his show with him had an interesting conversation where... It's not a lock that Republicans win everything back in 2022. The Senate, there's a map out there that says Democrats could, or Republicans could possibly get like a 61-39. Or maybe it said Democrats could end up with 61-39. But the road to Republican, for Republicans is not easy. They're beating up Herschel Walker down in Georgia, which should be an easy win for Herschel Walker in the state of Georgia. Uh, He's a a legend down there. He's a smart man. Uh, He's a Trumper. And the Democrats have just attacked him so bad. But his race is, his election race is neck and neck. when he should be ahead. 
So Trump and Gingrich and people like that need to get down there and fight with and for Herschel Walker. Uh, Governor Christie Nome, who's a potential 2024 presidential candidate, has come out and endorsed Herschel Walker. But other Republicans need to get on that ball. So why does the Associated Press think Biden uh, still has a chance in hell? Uh, President Joe Biden and his allies hope big recent wins on climate, health care, and more will at least temporarily tamp down questions among top Democrats about whether he will run for re-election. This is getting way ahead of the game, but Republicans need sweeping victories this year, which is possible. There's a road in the Senate to pick up 56 seats. Right now it's a 50-50 tie. There's a road to 56. But the Mitch, what's Mitch McConnell doing? One thing, he looks like fucking shit. You can't have that goober out there as the face of the Republican Party for the Senate. Uh, Rubio is in a tight race, supposedly in Florida, though I don't believe that. But DeSantis and Trump need to get Rubio over that finish line. DeSantis is running away with Florida. Uh, But he barely won his first election down there. Now he's going for re-election. But you have stuff like this. Pennsylvania Senate race is no longer... What's the title here? Washington Post. PA Senate race no longer longer toss-up as Fetterman memes zero in on Oz's wealth. They're attacking Dr. Oz, Mehmet Oz who would make a fine senator, who's a brilliant, intelligent man, they're attacking him for his personal wealth? What difference does that make? It says you know he owns multiple houses. Uh, in Pennsylvania's contentious Senate race, Democrat nominee, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, is hitting Republican, his Republican rival, Mehmet Oz, where he lives. Fetterman took aim Wednesday at the number of houses Oz owns using the celebrity doctor and TV personalities 10 property portfolio to paint him as a wealthy carpetbagger who is out of touch with average Pennsylvanians. Again, this was Trump's candidate in the primary. Trump's got to get in there to those middle red counties in Pennsylvania and overcome these lot well it's not lies he does own 10 properties but these personal attacks by the filthy Democrats what are, by the way if a Republican attacked Mehmet Oz a Muslim on his credibility and his credibility because he's rich what would they say about that Republican Oh, that Republican's xenophobic, xylophobic, whatever the fuck it is, xylophobic, fears the xylophone or something. Uh, That Republican's racist. Uh, The Democrats in Georgia, who 
were the founders of the Ku Klux Klan, and Georgia used to be known for its Klan lynchings, they're attacking a black man, Herschel Walker. Where are the cries of racism and Jim Crow? Oh, but it's okay for the Democrats to attack people of other religions and races uh, because of their success. But if a Republican did that, you'd be hearing people cry, oh, Republicans don't want Muslims to be successful. Oh, they don't want African Americans to be in the Senate. That's why they're attacking them. Here's a slanted poll coming out. Governor Whitmer, okay, the embattled, horrific governor in that in Michigan, that team up north that I don't say because it's Ohio State's mortal enemy. Uh, I'll have to say it for the sake of you don't know what I'm talking about. Whitmer leads Dixon in Michigan governor's race by five points in AARP poll. So this was probably a push poll by the AARP. I don't even know what that stands for anymore. But I know they're shitty. They're shit. My grandmother paid into an AARP life insurance policy for decades. And when she turned 80 years old, they cut her life insurance policy from a measly $10,000 policy to a worthless $1,000 policy. And then she had to go out and buy another life insurance policy from a reputable company for like $150 a month uh, just so she could have enough money for us to throw some dirt on her. That's how screwed up the ARP is. And then they say, oh, and since you have our life insurance or our supplemental Medicare insurance, you should be an AARP member and give us more money because we're in Washington, D.C. fighting for you. I was like, Grandma, if you're worried about all these bills and you have to buy a $150 life insurance policy, why do you have an AARP membership? I didn't understand insurance back then. She's like, oh, you have to have that AARP membership. You just have to. Like, you mean you have to have the membership to have the life insurance through them? And she's like, oh, no, no, you don't have to. But they're down in Washington, or show I said Washington. They're in Washington fighting for us. I'm like, Grandma, cancel the stupid AARP membership and save yourself 50 bucks a month or whatever. They're charging people an ignorant price to say, Oh, I'm an AARP member, uh, and I guess it gets you discounts or something, but she never used the discount card. AARP poll from Michigan finds 51% of likely voters uh, support Whitmer, while 46% support her Republican opponent, Tudor Dixon. That that 5% could easily be overcome. And it doesn't say what the margin of error on this poll is. Uh, this reports from a or NBC News. But I'm betting this was a push poll where they asked leading questions and loaded questions where, oh, if you knew uh, candidate Dixon was going to uh, 
beat old people with a stick, would you be more or less likely to vote for her? Oh, really? Huh. Come on. And in other voter fraudulent news, Florida officials arrest and charge 20 people with illegal voting, DeSantis says. Huh, but I thought voter fraud never happened. You know, they say, oh, it's only 20 people. There have been presidential elections that if one vote went a different way, one vote for one, pardon me, one vote per precinct went for a different candidate, the outcome of the whole election would have been different. And believe me, believe me, you people, the Electoral College is our safety net for those of us in flyover country uh, in the red states, the, the river rats, the hillbillies, the Appalachians. That Electoral College protects us from tyranny of New York and California. Every state in the Union will be would be a shithole like the Democrats have done to New York and California. Anyway, Florida officials have arrested and charged 20 people with felony convictions and charged them with illegal voting. So these are felons who should have lost their right to vote because they committed such heinous crimes. Florida Governor Rick DeSant- Ron DeSantis pardon me, said on Thursday a move designed to show the muscle of a new office tasked with policing voting in the state. So, again, to have fair and free elections, we've got to have rules and rule of law. But... Republicans have to have a message. And this is the election. If you're a conservative or a Republican, or if you just love America, you have to get out there and vote against this Democrat Socialist Party. And you have to take a friend with you to the polls. I'm already working my friends over to get their asses out there and vote. It's got to be a red tsunami in 2022. And the big boys at the top, Mitch McConnell, who, who needs to retire, that's another story. He does not care. He'll ride out this bump in the road and take maybe a 50 or 52-seat Republican Senate just to spite Donald Trump. Now, I've heard in 2024... Things for Senate Republicans line up a lot better with the seats we can win easily. But damn it, we got to get out there and fight the hard for the hard seats and fight the hard fight. But no, McConnell doesn't want to do that because he's an anti Trump. So that's why you see Mehmet Oz getting beat up and nobody's running to his aid. That's why you see Herschel Walker getting beaten up and nobody's running to his aid. Anyhow, take somebody to the polls with you this election. Get out there and vote. 
vote like hell amen god bless you all pray for one another and love on somebody today please we all need to just be loved and love one another because love comes from god amen goodbye signing off for the 20th time pray for each other hallelujah come on outro song play a little outro song at Clinton.